The Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Annex Wealth Management is a proud member of the Barron's Top Advisor List and the Financial Times Top 300. Know the difference. It's Team Tech Trust. Morning, Southwest Florida. Here we go. Annex Wealth Management Show is on the air Sunday, February 14th. Yes, the public service announcement today is Valentine's Day. At the end of the show, if you haven't done something, guys, I'm talking to you, you have time to get out to that uh, 24-hour um, hour drugstore and get something. I'm Danny Clayton. Derek Felsky is our Chief Investment Officer. Good morning, Derek. Good morning, Danny. Dave Spano, President and CEO, Annex Wealth Management. I know you are covered with uh, Valentine's Day. You're I a good did. Man. Yeah, thank yeah. you for the uh, the warning. No, but yes, I've taken care of that. And speaking of what else we have to take care of is the Dow transports ended on Friday up 1.7%. The Dow was pretty flat, but uh, interesting enough, Derek, there is some pockets of aggressive buying that that we're seeing. And I think we can pay attention to that. No, there certainly has been. I mean, we're seeing uh, the energy sector, which had a horrible 2020 rebound really sharply this year. It's up about 17% year to date, up 10% in the last two weeks. And the other value-oriented center, the financials are actually doing a lot better as well, up about 8% in the last couple of weeks, primarily due to the steepening yield curve. And when I talk about aggressive buying, I think there's the pockets of stocks that we're seeing, you know, out of the Reddit crowd and the like. And so people are starting to, to conflate what's happening with those Reddit stocks, what's happening with the overall market. And I think you have to separate those two things, number one. And then number two, talk about, as you just said, there are companies that are doing better, selling more things having more bottom line net income that are seeing multiples go up as well. But we're talking about much more liquidity coming in and much more vaccinations, which means that we're going to have a reopening trade maybe by the summer. Yeah, there's an absolute torrent of liquidity hitting the system. We know the money supply has been growing at about a 26% annualized rate. I think we mentioned last weekend that um, the money supply in the United States, they've printed any number of dollars in, in its history. 40% of the dollars printed by the United States were printed in 2020. Yeah, that's that's astounding. And of course, uh, Janet Yellen talked again this week that the uh, they're going to go big, which means they're going to be more printing, maybe not even here in the United States, but worldwide as well. That liquidity is going to go somewhere. And one of the things that I saw that really got my attention is Bank of America said they had their largest inflows of capital ever this week. And so that means that more money is coming, not only being printed, but more money is coming into the equities market as well. Yeah, and it really start you start to wonder whether the stimulus bill is really necessary, whether we really need to spend $1.9 more in order to buttress the economy until we get to a more normal uh, state of affairs. And hopefully, you know, there will be some rationalization at some level between now and March 14th, which apparently is the deadline they're shooting for, in which to pass this huge leg- legislative bill. And I think what you're going to hear is that the recovery and we talked a lot about it back one year ago is what would the recovery look like. And one of the things we said is it's likely a V recovery. That did happen. But then later on in the year, we saw something happening. And it was another letter that we introduced, which was a K-like recovery. And I think that's what you're starting to see is so much of it did recover. And that was what's happening on the S&P 500 and in big tech and in other places. But there are parts of the economy that haven't participated. And that's what they're focused in on. Right. I mean, certainly people of Florida know the hospitality 
hospitality business, the travel business has been down, people reluctant to get on a plane, afraid to catch the virus and the rest. But again, as more and more people get jabbed in the arm and develop immunity and more and more people have already successfully conquered the virus and or had it and didn't even know it, uh, the prospects of greater level of herd immunity start to increase. And we could see, you know, a very a much different picture towards the fall and into next winter. And not only that, you mentioned that one of our uh, research partners said there's a significant number that will participate by May of this year. Yeah, that's what they're suggesting. And I think that would surprise a lot of people. I heard that now we're getting um, one and a half million shots a day. Uh, so they're starting to get the vaccine out. The other thing is, I think a lot of people that were reluctant to get it initially have seen that their friends and neighbors have taken the vaccine and it didn't bother them. And obviously they're a little jealous because those two, those people feel a little bit freer about going outside, uh, going to a restaurant and the like. And they got the vaccine and they didn't grow a third eye. So we're going to start seeing more of that. But with all of this uh, appreciation in equities markets, now is the time to look at your portfolio, understand, is it measured up? And there's a way to have that analysis done. Yeah, something you could do on a Sunday morning and you head to our website. It's AnnexWealth.com. You click that Get Started button. But I always tell you folks, um, read our story, especially find on our website the Know the Difference checklist. We believe that there is a significant difference between financial advisors. We want you to know the difference. You can do it this morning. Again, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Up next, a brand new webinar that's coming. We think this is going to be a big one. Our clients ask all the time. Annex investigates municipal and corporate bonds. That's on the way. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Has the relationship with your financial advisor changed? It was great at first, but now you never hear from them unless they've got something to sell. Or once you learn about conflicts of interest, excessive fees, or a lack of resources. Annex Wealth Management is different. We provide comprehensive investment, retirement, tax, and estate planning using our team built to serve. We're experienced, we're local, we're ready, and most importantly, we're a fee-only fiduciary. Meet the challenges this year with a partner acting in your best interest. AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. Custom-tailored investment and retirement planning from a fee-only fiduciary. Know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Double team today, Dan Phillips, Director of Client Learning and Development, CFP and a CDFA at Annex Wealth Management. Welcome back. Hi, Danny. Other part is Tom Parks, Director of Retirement Plan Services, Annex Wealth Management. Good to see you. Always a pleasure. Dan, we're going to start with you. It seems that most people kind of sort of understand how stocks work, right? Well, sure, Danny. So people turn on the news. They see that the market, I'm using quotes here, is up or down for the day. And they know that usually means the stock market and that it'll impact their investments and retirement savings. So their dollars will go up or down on the day relative to how much in stocks they own. But bonds are a different story. They seldom make headlines. Nobody really sits around and brags about the latest bond that they added to their portfolio, right? Uh, no, generally it. they don't. You know, bonds aren't nearly as sexy as stocks, I would say. Yeah, but Deanna, as a wealth manager at Annex Wealth Management, you know that bonds serve a purpose in our client's portfolio, and there's a level of interest there. Oh, very true. You know, I once had a client tell me, bonds are for my dad, and that was in early 2000, a raging bull market just before the internet bubble burst in the early 2000s. And right, Tom, bonds are not sexy. They don't give you the cocktail bragging rights unless the market's in a big correction, and you can say you have your assets that kept your investments from going down as much as the stock headlines. But bonds are are mathematical, formulaic. They're an important part of diversification in an investment portfolio. Now, Annex Wealth Management has a strong commitment to client education. we got a special webinar coming up. We're going to do a deep dive in a couple of different directions. Stick around for that. 
Let's talk about some of the assumptions people may hold about bonds. And right off the bat, bonds are considered less risky. Is that right? Well, yes, less risky as a whole than stocks. Yes, Danny. So while investors usually demand bonds when the stock market becomes riskier, they're willing to pay more to avoid the higher risk of a plummeting stock market. But remember, there are built-in risks to owning bonds, too. There's credit risk that refers to the possibility of not getting back your promised interest at the contractually guaranteed time, maybe due to an issuer's inability to distribute it to you. There's also a chance that the government will enact policies, intentionally or not, that lead to widespread inflation, creating inflation risk. These are just a few risks to name. Yeah, and I think that's the key, that when we talk about investing, there are always risks associated with investing. But people need to understand there are different types of risk and there are different levels of risk. And that's where you're, the bond market is actually a really good place to start understanding all the dynamics of the different risk types and levels, for sure. Do you think, guys, that, that a lot of people hear bonds and they think of savings bonds, but there's corporate, there's municipal bonds, there's all sorts of bonds. We hear the term 60-40 as a split, and the 40 would be that fixed income side, right? That's where bonds live? You said a great word. You said the term fixed income. Bonds are sometimes called fixed income. Income, and that's important because there are so many different types of bonds up there. Of course, a lot of people are more familiar with corporate bonds, company bonds, and municipal bonds. And the reason we like that the muni bonds is because we think about that, ooh, I might be getting some tax-free interest right here. Maybe, maybe not. Remember, one of the main reasons someone hires a money manager is to get the best risk-adjusted return to you. Everything to do with diversification and your tax savings. You said diversification. The second assumption is that one does need to have bonds to be diversified. Is that true? Yeah, well, so this is one thing where I would say, as someone who deals with all of our 401k retirement plan clients, when you look at the investment options in the typical 401k plan, we routinely come across plans where there is one bond fund to choose from. And that, for us, is a big red flag because we do think that diversification is really important, not only in the stock market, but in fixed income as well. Deanne Phillips, Tom Parks joining us discussing bonds and an upcoming webinar so you can learn more. The next bond assumption, Deanne, municipal bonds provide a tax benefit. Well, they can. Again, got to follow the math with everything about the market, any aspect of the market. So there are some tax advantages potentially to holding muni bonds, but it depends on where you are in life. Here's an example for you. If you're collecting Social Security, that muni bond interest actually gets added back into your total income to determine how much of your Social Security benefit is taxable. This is why financial planning matters. Well, the other thing you need to keep in mind is what type of account are we talking about here? So when you look at retirement plan accounts, IRAs, those account types themselves have their own tax considerations, which makes this whole conversation all the more important that you really understand what you're getting yourself into. How about this? Investors are supposed to have more bonds as they get closer to retirement. Is that an assumption? Oh, my gosh. We hear this all the time. And especially, Tom, I'm sure you have a lot to say about this in retirement plans. People say, I think I'm doing the right thing. I'm getting close to retirement. I'm following this formula, getting more in bonds. But the choices in most retirement plans are so limited, their bonds just aren't producing because they can't be tactical. Yeah. Well, Danny, you and I have had a lot of conversation about target date funds because those are really popular in the retirement plan space. And as a general rule, yes, as you get closer to retirement, your allocation toward fixed income increases. But again, circle back to all the stuff we've been saying up to this point. It's not just the 60-40. It's what's in that 40 or whatever percentage it happens to be. And, and there's not a zillion different types of bonds, but there's a bunch of different oh, types yeah. of bonds. And that's what this webinar that's coming up is designed to address. 
It definitely is. So we're going to talk about all these assumptions that people have about bonds, particularly around munis and corporate bonds, and the types that might lose their benefits if financial planning isn't done well in conjunction with the portfolio management. So if you're curious about bonds and want to know more, join us Wednesday, February 24th for our next in the investigating series, Annex Investigates Municipal and Corporate Bonds Know the Difference. Tom Parks, Director of Retirement Plan Services, Annex Wealth Management. Thanks for coming in. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Deanne Phillips, Director of Client Learning Development, CFP, CDFA at Annex Wealth Management. Looking forward to the webinar. It'll be fun time. If we can help, the website, AnnexWealth.com. Spend a little time there. Read our story. See if we match up with the way you think and want to be treated. We're going to be back. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Cut through the clutter with Axiom, the weekly newsletter from Annex Wealth Management. Subscribe today for seven insights built and delivered to you every Sunday. It'll help you navigate the markets and the things that affect your money. The Axiom. Sign up at AnnexWealth.com. Team. Tech. Trust. Straight talk from a fee-only fiduciary. It's time to know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. We're back. It's time for Ask Annex. Got a question for us? Our website, AnnexWealth.com. Look for the Ask tab. Our first one is from Jeff. What has caught your eyes on the earnings front lately? What I've seen on the earnings front is the magnitude of the uh, surprise has been way above normal, which again suggests analysts have been slow to upgrade their earnings forecasts. The other thing I've seen is that the surprises aren't just limited to the United States. It's also occurring overseas. The reason the overseas markets have lagged the U.S. is because essentially the tech weighting in the EFA index is only about 9%, whereas the United States, it's closer to 30 And obviously, technology has been the dominant sector over the last five years. So, of course, international equities have lagged. So, you know, the fundamentals in Europe are good. They're not any worse, really, than the United States. So, obviously, anyone who's thinking about diversifying their portfolio would be wise to look over there in some of the more cyclical industries. Next up is from Robert. Is recent market action a positioning flush or a re-rating of economic growth? It's a very good question. I think it's a combination of both. You know, we saw a short squeeze. That's more of a structural thing. Hedge funds have to short stocks in order to buy stocks. That enables them to leverage their, their overall allocation to try to generate returns. But what we saw was simply a repositioning where essentially people had to sell their winners in order to fund their margin calls. It's Ask Annex. Got a question for us? Our website, AnnexWealth.com. Look for the Ask tab, Brandon Lehman, Wealth Manager. We'll shift over to you. Is the CARES Act provision for withdrawal from your 401k with a three-year tax payment still available without penalty? It is not, actually. So that was part of the CARES Act that was passed on the early part of last year. It was for 2020. Coming into 2021, we're back to the normal rules around all that, unfortunately. And, And that might change with the new stimulus bill. They might look at it and say, you know, we should make some changes. We should add this back in because it did help a lot of individuals. But as of right now, no, it, it was only for 2020. Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News with Brian Fiore, branch director at Annex Wealth Management in Naples. Good morning. Good morning, Danny. You know, a lot of people say the decade before you retire, it's really important to do some proper moves for retirement. We've got this nice list of about 10. We're going to go through five of them today, five next week. The first one is, and Brian, this might be the toughest one, is find out what retirement means to you. A lot of advisors might not do that. At Annex, we do. 
I don't know, one of the most important parts about this is, especially in conversations I've had, is even though you live with someone, you know, a spouse or partner likely for a while, include them in this discussion. I've had couples at my desk and one person has their idea of what they're going to be doing in retirement, what that looks like, and the other person has completely different ideas. And it's kind of like the first time they jointly discussed it was in at my office. So, you, you almost have to say, listen, I'm, I'm an advisor, not a marriage counselor. <laughs> right. Yeah, I say I'm glad I got the you know got got this conversation started, but you know, let's go from here. Right, right. So, what kinds of questions need to be answered? Uh, a lot of it is, you know, where do you plan on living? Grandkids, kids, things like that. Do you plan on traveling, and who, and how much? So. Again, people have different ideas about that. I know people that one spouse would rather live near the kids in Michigan or Wisconsin, and the other one would rather be in Florida where it's warm. You know, that comes up quite a bit. An important thing to do in the decade before you retire is to know your retirement number. Now, that sounds like a marketing phrase, but what exactly does that mean? Usually you have a, a lifestyle expenses that you, you're currently comfortable with or have a good idea of what you spend, and you can base that. So if you no longer have income, how much of a nest egg would you need to provide to continue doing what you're doing? So usually between 80 and 100% of your pre-retirement expenses, how much do you need in income? Use that number going forward. And so if you want to say your nest egg is going to produce the total return to, let's say it's $100,000 of my expenses, I'm going to assume I can get a 5% total return in a moderate conservative way going forward. So I need $2 million, 5% of $2 million is 100000 to match my current income, something like that. So our retirement number would be about $2 million in that case. No, the thing to think about, because you can't invest if you don't save and give your savings a checkup. Yeah, so obviously there's getting to the end goal of your nest egg. What is that number? And then if you're saving a certain amount per year and assuming a certain amount of return on that money per year, where are you in that path? So that's basically mathematics. And we have uh, our financial planning teams and programs to, to do that for you. You can do some uh, find some online calculators to help you out, be with that as well. But that's the mathematic part of it, not the non-emotional part of it. How much are you saving each year? And does it line up with your path? Are you on track to meet that total nest egg number that we're shooting for? Sitting with Brian Fiore, Branch Director, Annex Wealth Management, Naples, part one of a two-part series about money moves to think about in the decade before retirement and getting back to the saving. Save as much as you can. That's important. Yes, I think most people know that when you get to be 50, you get to put away more than if you weren't 50. If you're So uh, if you're able to, for example, put money into IRAs, um, if you don't have too much income for that, then you can say you can save seven thousand a year into an IRA instead of six. Or if you're working in a corporate retirement plan, a 401k, for example, you can put twenty six thousand a year in that instead of nineteen. So things like that, make sure you take advantage of if you can. And in general, if you can save fifteen percent or more of your income, that's generally going to get people to where they need to go. Another suggestion is don't make major changes. W what would they mean by that? Well, when you plan, especially if you're doing financial planning, you know, you're planning to spend similar amounts or, you know, current expenses, current lifestyle, maintain that, then it's kind of easier to plan for. Major changes could be, you know, selling property to go to a different state and try to downsize. Sometimes if you're planning on downsizing, sometimes that doesn't work. They taste what's available. You think you're going to be able to buy something less expensive or 
you know, lower cost of living, something like that. But it ends up when you end up in your final location, you've actually added on more than you thought and you're back where you started. A lot of things to think about when planning for retirement. Doing it alone can be tough. Annex can help. We'll help you focus your retirement and financial plan with investment and retirement planning and tax planning and estate planning. That is an elite full service wealth management experience from a fee-only fiduciary. The website AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Brian Fiore, Branch Director, Annex Wealth Management in Naples. Thanks for your time today. Thank you, Danny. Good to talk to you. Quick break. We're going to be right back to wrap things up with Dave Spano and Derek Felsky, the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. It starts with a call. With one call, you can start seeing your future more clearly. If your financial picture is cloudy because you're getting conflicting tax, investment, and estate planning advice, help is a call or a click away. Annex Wealth Management's team works to get your investment plan in line with your tax plan and your estate plan. Build confidence with one team working to create one comprehensive plan as a fee-only fiduciary. Annex Wealth Management. One team, one plan, one fee. AnnexWealth.com. Cut through the clutter with Axiom, the weekly newsletter from Annex Wealth Management. Subscribe today for seven insights built and delivered to you every Sunday. It'll help you navigate the markets and the things that affect your money. The Axiom. Sign up at AnnexWealth.com. Team, tech, trust, and a fee-only fiduciary model that works in your best interest. Can your advisors say that? This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. We are back. Quick reminder of a webinar that's coming up on Thursday. Investigating annuities. Know the difference. That happens Thursday, 1.30 in the afternoon. More details at AnnexWealth.com. Look for the events tab in our brand new webinar, which is Investigating Municipal and Corporate Bonds. Know the difference. That happens on Wednesday, the 24th, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Again, details at AnnexWealth.com. Look for the events tab. Derek Felsky, Chief Investment Officer, Annex Wealth Management is here. Dave Spano, our President and CEO. Thank you, Danny. Uh, Derek, we had a lot of earnings that have come out, and earnings have been working. The numbers have been impressive. Yeah, the beat rates were over 80%. The surprise factor, 20%, much bigger than normal. Uh, oddly enough, many of the companies that did beat earnings estimates and raise guidance traded off uh, following their reports, and that's primarily due to the fact that they had run up in anticipation of the good news. But since, you know, about a couple of weeks ago, we're starting to see a lot of those companies that had been kind of going sideways. You know, some of the tech leaders, for example, have kind of cupped around making new all-time highs like NVIDIA, for example, on Friday. Uh, so there is still health in the tech sector. But the best thing about this market, if you want to take a very optimistic view, is the breadth is really positive. And that's a good sign. That's It's not a market that's led by one or two stocks. There is strength in a lot of sectors. We mentioned energy, financials, uh, communication services have been strong, consumer discretionary strong. These are all risk on uh, asset classes, asset classes that people buy when they're confident about future economic growth. And not only that, we also saw some IPOs, and when the IPOs are coming out, that is also a sign that there's a bullish economy. We saw this week Bumble IPO started to trade. That was Bumble is a company founded by the Tinder CEO, and it's three quarters of the board are women, Danny. And one of the things that they're doing, it's a dating site, and the women have to make the first move. Which is the story of my life. <laughs> exactly. So we'll see if the market continues to find love in this, in this stock. But the other things that are happening, Derek, that I think are more important is really we're starting to see a bit of rising rates. And that's starting to tell a story that people should pay attention to because higher rates also go into valuation of equities. Absolutely. I mean, the 10-year was up uh, up to about 1.21% this week. You know, one of our research partners has done a, done a fair amount of assessment of what fair value is on the 10-year treasury. And 
and they come up with a number of at 110. And what they suggest is if you go 15 basis points higher than fair value, that will actually draw money back to treasuries and away from stocks. So we're getting closer and closer to that point. I think that's really important because, you know, one of the linchpins of the bullish argument is interest rates are so low that stocks are more attractive, but interest rates are also very low and probably unsustainably low. So you really have to be more and more selective about your portfolio and the way you're allocated. And rising rates are also a sign that there could be some inflation brewing. We haven't seen it in more than 10 years, but they are trying very hard to make that happen. And remember, rates also have a big impact on real estate prices as well. That's just heads up for all the Southwest Florida real estate owners. This certainly is the time to go through your portfolio. I know we pound the table on it, but it is so important if you want a second look, a second opinion, to make sure that the assets that you own are in the right place, that you're paying the right fee, that you're not paying too much, that you're not getting hit with the unnecessary transaction costs and the like. There's a way to get that done. Sure. It's by getting a hold of us at AnnexWealth.com. Dave, you meet with clients as well at, at many of our offices, and the questions usually are, you know what, I didn't know you guys did all this. Yeah, wealth management includes estate planning, tax planning, and investment planning. We have the entire team, and you're available to use this entire team if you come in and see us in our Southwest Florida office. Sure. One team, we're talking about investment and retirement planning and tax planning and estate planning. One plan, that's complete plan. That's for you and your situation, but it includes our whole team. One fee, that's the most important thing. We are a fee-only fiduciary, talking about zero commissions. That is complete fee transparency. One more time, just want to remind you, investigating annuities, know the difference. Great webinar. Happens Thursday, 1.30 in the afternoon. Details at AnnexWealth.com slash events. While you get there, read our story. See how we think. See how we operate. See if it's a match. It's AnnexWealth.com. See you next week. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News. The Annex Wealth Management Show is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation.